coming up on this episode of Adusted to Lead. There are thousands of different ways that you could share your information. That doesn't mean that you should share it in a thousand different ways. That means uh, I talk about leveraging and I talk about syndicating. Syndicating is where you publish inspiring actionable content that helps you get focused, get started, and be impactful. This is Audacity to Lead. Hello and welcome to this episode of Audacity to Lead. My name is Dio Samuel and this is the podcast where I give you the courage and necessary insight to step out and lead with more influence. Today I have a wonderful person joining me, a guest, and we are going to be discussing how to leverage guest appearances to for your business and for your expertise for what you do. Stephanie Callahan is my guest today and I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me on. I'm looking forward to this conversation, Dio. Awesome, awesome. So today we'll be talking with Stephanie Callahan, the business vision catalyst. If you're tired of watching other people get famous for something you do 10 times better than, then this episode is for you. One of the best ways to attract fantastic prospects for your business is to consistently demonstrate your knowledge, expertise, and genius, and show how you solve specific problems. Of course, I've said this severally on this podcast that you have to have a compelling message and a meaningful platform. Now, for this particular episode, be ready to capitalize on every appearance that you get from now. Be ready to show up, shine, and squeeze every drop of value out of your moment in the spotlight. And that is exactly what our guest Stephanie Callahan will be talking with us today. This is so that you can be the one that help people raise their hands and say they want to work with you. Now, Stephanie Callahan, the business vision catalyst and author of Guest Appearance Gold, I actually love that title because if you can extract the gold from anything, then you can actually get the best from whatever that thing is. So, Stephanie is known for the fast transformations that she facilitates with her clients through working at the intersection of the head and the heart. She works with busy, purpose-driven entrepreneurs to own their brilliance, leverage their business, and get their message out with power, ease, and joy so they can make a powerfully positive difference in the world, exponentially up-leveling their profits, shifting their mindset towards possibility, and take a no-excuse approach to boldly creating a highly successful and meaningful business built around who they are. Now, Stephanie has worked with her clients and they have danced with joy as they experience greater clarity, confidence, profits, and guilt-free freedom. Now, as you listen to Stephanie today, she will help you create a widely profitable, life-loving business of service, meaning, and guilt-free freedom. Welcome to the show again, Stephanie. Oh, Dio, thank you so much for having me on. I'm, I'm, I am very much looking forward to this conversation. Awesome. Amazing. So, if I'm to ask you, now that I've just told a little story about yourself, if I'm going to ask you that, when did you first appear as a guest and how did you do it? When, when I first started my business, um, which is many years ago, I, I first started my business back in 2002, uh, wow. I had no marketing budget at all. 
and not not even a tiny one. And so I had to figure out how are people going to find out about me? How are people going to find out about the services that we offer and how we can help them? And so I started studying uh, public relations. I started studying PR and and started studying how to write press releases and and get on local and regional radio and get on local and regional TV and in magazines and newspapers because that's what was available at the time. And that's actually how I got the word out about my business originally. That's where I found some of my first clients was through doing uh, guest appearances of, of varying forms. Oh, awesome. So let's get a little into the nitty gritty. Talk about what guest appearance actually means. Of course, I know, but perhaps I have maybe someone who's listening to this episode right now and is wondering what really is guest appearance? Certainly. You know, in in today's uh, podcast-rich environment, a lot of people will think uh, guest appearance is doing what you and I are doing right now. I am a guest on your show today, and I'm sharing my expertise, and I'm appearing on your show in a auditory way. Uh, I use guest appearance in a little bit of a broader sense in that it's any instance where you are sharing your expertise on someone else's platform. So it could be on somebody's radio show. It could be as a guest blogger on their blog um, or on their website. Or, you know, it could be radio show and podcast like what we're doing here today. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So that means that guest appearances could be TV, it could be radio, it could be podcast, it could be blog, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. So now let's get into um, the... I asked the question previously. I said... When you first appeared on as a guest on a particular show, in fact, maybe you should even tell us about the first time you appeared as a guest somewhere. The first time I appeared as a guest anywhere was on a local radio station. And um, I had to, to drive to the station and get checked in and get all settled in the recording studio, you know, and put put the headset on and the mics. And I... I actually talked about business productivity was one of the the first conversations that I ever had. Uh, And it was two different hosts that were interviewing me at the same time. And I still remember it pretty clearly because (laughs) at last I actually got a client from the host um, as we were talking uh, about the the different things on the show uh, host there was host number one and host number two. Host number two was giving host number one a really hard time about how disorganized she was. And so they started bantering back and forth on the show, and he challenged her to work with me. And so we did. We did. And then we did a follow-up show after that. So it was it was a fun time. Interesting. So how did that make you feel? Oh, well, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I was really fortunate that they created an environment where I could feel really relaxed and still share the the knowledge that I had for that particular listening audience. Um, and and I kind of became, uh, in a very, very small way, uh, a, a person that other people, oh, I heard you on the radio. You know, it, it instantly elevated my credibility. 
And that's one really great thing about doing different guest appearances is that your credibility and the way that people look at your expertise grows exponentially, grows at a really fast rate when you're on other people's platforms because they're endorsing you by bringing you onto their platform. Interesting. So what are the other benefits that um, appearing as a guest on someone's platform? What are the benefits the do or does appearing as a guest bring along? You know, in addition to just elevating your expertise status, the other thing, if done well, is you can grow your own audience. So today we're going to have a conversation about, you know, mining the gold out of your guest appearances, right? I really like the way that you said that. <laughs> and there, there are going to be people that listen to this episode that are going to want to learn more. They're going to want to understand more. And somewhere within this conversation, I'll, I'll share a website where they can go and find that out. And if they like what they hear, they're going to become a part of my community. And the same thing can happen to every person that's listening to this episode as well. You can grow your own community. You can grow your own audience. And you are able to get a wider exposure to different people by participating as a guest expert on other people's platforms. The other thing that you're able to do is become really solid in your own message, right? So, you know, when when you are an expert, when you're a coach, a speaker, a knowledge holder, your power in being able to transform someone's life is your is is strongly tied to your ability to communicate clearly. And every time that you're a guest on someone else's platform, you may be sharing the same types of information, but every single time somebody's going to ask you a question that's just a little different that gives you the opportunity to practice sharing your message more and more. And you, it, it's, it's a self-development opportunity as well. Interesting. So if, if um, from what you just said, first it helps you build credibility and it's kind of endorsement for who you are and what you do if i am permitted and i hope you actually will give me the permission stephanie absolutely <laughs> awesome <laughs> ask <I> would, away <laughs> <laughs> i would like to customize this to someone who's actually a coach and this person is a relationship coach and she is trying to actually get clients or get customers or get people to actually become part of a tribe are there steps are there guidelines are there things you have done before and you actually teach people to do that can help this relationship coach friend of mine in this particular scenario that she can now say <laughs> okay i'm going to appear as a guest on a tv and so by reason of that appearance on the tv how will appearance on the tv as a guest as an expert how does that help a business how can she translate that visibility that just comes you know sometimes it, okay maybe we won't get to that so how can she translate that into boosting a business perhaps specifically getting clients so so there's a few different things even before you get on to a show that i would encourage you to consider and get in place so that you can grow your tribe and then ultimately gain clients that 
you actually want to work with, right? Um, one of the first things that you should do is get really, really clear on who your ideal client is. And I know that's pretty basic, especially for coaches. A lot of you that are listening are, are probably even business coaches that you're teaching your clients that. But here's why it's important to be really clear on that before you start accepting uh, appearance opportunities. Because once you're out there, your name gets out there and you get invited to more and more things. When you are looking at the opportunities that you're going to be on, make sure that they're speaking to the same audience that you're speaking to. So, Dio, for example, that, that relationship coach, right? Um, if, if they specialize, let's, let's, let's get a little bit more refined in, in that relationship coach. Let's say that they specialize in helping men be confident in uh, a- attracting someone and having that first conversation, right? And so their ideal client is someone that is male. If they go on a podcast for stay-at-home moms, they're probably not going to find many of their ideal client, right? Mm, that's true. That's very correct. And, and what I see a, a lot of experts and coaches make the mistake of is they say yes to every single opportunity that comes to them rather than being a little bit more strategic about which shows they go on to make sure that they're actually talking to an audience that is an audience that, number one, would be receptive to what they're talking about and that is able to, uh, that that they want to work with. Now, the other thing that you can do before you ever even accept uh, an interview opportunity is to make sure that you have um, things that people can sign up for. They're, they're called lead magnets, they're called freebies, they're called giveaways, they have a lot of different names. But when you have something that people can then say, okay, I want to learn a little bit more about you, they sign up for it, they get on your list, and then you can communicate with them further. It's, it's rare to go on to someone's show and they listen to you and then they say, oh, I have to work with you right away. Right? Because most shows, let's using a podcast as an example or a TV segment, um, are short. You know, TV segments could be five to 10 minutes. It gives you visibility, but it doesn't necessarily give your ideal client a really deep understanding of who you are. So make sure that you have giveaways or freebies that give you the opportunity to talk with them more, to get in front of them more. And then when you're on the show, be really clear, make sure to answer the specific questions that the interviewer has and give, really give. So that relationship coach, if that relationship coach happens to be an author too, uh, rather than saying things like, well, it's in my book, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't ever answer a question with it's in my book because that is, it's not helpful to the listener it irritates the host that's asking you a question because they want a real question answered, right? Um, and so you can you can say the answer to the question and really provide value. And that it's no problem mentioning that something's in your book, um, but but don't stop there. Really give a a full and valuable answer. And then when the show is over. Make sure to leverage that opportunity as well. Another mistake that a lot of people make is they go on a show. Number one, they don't tell anybody they're going on. 
So you lose, you don't have, there's credibility that you could mine just by saying, I'm so excited I get to go on such and such a show. But then when the show's over, they don't talk about it either. And there's a lot of things that you can do to syndicate and leverage all of that experience and that time that you spent, whether it's on a show, guest blog post, or what have you, to be able to leverage it out. So going back to that relationship coach who's been on a show, there are a number of different things that you can do to leverage that to attract your ideal client. Um, Would you like to talk about those leveraging things? Yes, of course. All right. So when there's there's two different things to consider. Uh, I talk about leveraging and I talk about syndicating. Syndicating is where you publish or broadcast, share the same content simultaneously across a lot of different platforms without changing the original content. So, for example, when... Uh, you publish this episode and people are able to listen to it, right? Um, I'm going to assume here you're going to send me a link and let me know that it's live and ready to go, right? Sure. So one of the ways to syndicate it is just to share your links liberally <laughs> a lot. And sh- But when you share the links, make sure that you're sharing them with value statements, So that relationship coach knows the key issues that their clients are having, right? And Mm -hmm. so when they're sharing the link to that appearance, they can say, uh, we talked about A, B, and C. So using the example we had earlier, we talked about how to have confidence in approaching a woman. Or we talked about um, how to carry yourself when you're in a conversation or if that relationship coach is more of a marriage relationship coach, maybe some of the things that you talk about are the common pitfalls that a newlywed couple would have. Maybe you talk about the common pitfalls that uh, married couples have once they have their first child. You know, there's even within a marriage and and relationships, there's a lot of different topics that one could talk about, right? So when you're on the show, make sure to note down those different topics that you covered so that when you have an opportunity to start promoting it and let asking people to listen in, you can say, we talked about this topic so that your audience can see, oh, that's something I'm really interested in. And that's different than saying, oh, hey, I was just on Dio's show, go listen. That doesn't really give people motivation, Ooh. right? Unless unless they know Dio, and then and then they certainly would. But our opportunity here is to bring in listeners from both perspectives. So you want to talk about what you talked about to give people motivation to say, well, what's in it for me? Why should I listen? Um, when you are syndicating your content, uh, you can do it on social media, of course. So you can... Uh, If you're on Google+, your Google+, uh, profile has a contributor section. You could add that out there. You can add it to your media room. You could add it to your newsletter or e-sign. You could put it in your email signature. You could put it on your website homepage. You can publish it to Pinterest and Facebook and, and a YouTube playlist. If the host is sharing it, you can reshare, regram, retweet. Right. You could stumble upon it. You could put it on Reddit. 
you could submit it to community shared sharing sites like Inbound or Triber, right? So there's there's and and I have a, a rather large list where that goes from, where you're just taking the content in its current form. And you're sharing it in a myriad of different ways so that your audience can find out that, oh, hey, he or she was on a show. And, wow, they talked about this exact thing that I'm having a challenge with. Let me go listen. And then when they go listen, they hear a little bit more from you and they get a little bit more interested. And then if, if you're sharing within the show how to get a hold of you, they can go out and and look a little deeper and go a little further. It's about having multiple exposures. So that's syndicating. Now, repurposing is a little different. It's taking your existing content and you're creating something new. Um, So you might look at um, the TV shows or movies that will repurpose the TV shows and movies into T-shirts and lunchboxes and posters and and other merchandise. So it extends the value and the different way that people can consume the appearance that you were on. So you can do that by taking pictures of you being on. So if you happen to be on TV, you know, do a behind-the-scenes picture that you can share on social media. That's repurposed it. That's more of a awareness repurposing. You could take the recording, uh, if you happen to be on, on TV or a podcast or what have you, and you could write a blog post. But those blog posts could be a lot of different things. It could be, here's what we talked about. It could be your behind-the-scenes experience of what it was like to go on that particular show. Um, so, for example, I... Uh, was in a national magazine uh, a year or so ago. And I wrote a couple different blog posts about all the emotional stuff that I went through when uh, they asked me if if I would be willing to have a photographer come to my house. And at the time, I didn't want my picture taken for anything. Uh, so I wrote the background story of what I did to shift my mindset to be okay with photographers coming to my home to do this story. So it could be you know, a background story that you write, you can uh, do a blog post with timestamps. So if you're on a podcast and you talked about a number of different topics, you could write a blog post that breaks out the different topics that you talked about and the approximate time within the recording so that if people want to zoom to a certain spot, they have an easy way to do that. Uh, You could write an article on LinkedIn. You could write an article on Medium. You could create a slide presentation that you then uh, put out on slide sharing sites and turn it into a video for YouTube. So there's a lot of different ways that you can take the content from an appearance that you have and extend it even further. Uh, you could take the interview and you could expand on it and turn it into an ebook and and put it on Amazon. So and, and even turn it into a product. So there's a lot of different ways that you can take that experience that you have and that time that you've spent in the conversations and really leverage it to much more. So if I get what you just said now, it means we can leverage our content, we could leverage our guest appearances, we could also syndicate them and we could repurpose them, which are three different things as we have explained, right? Correct. Wow. Actually, I have never thought of that before. I've only heard of repurposing and I think I do that to an extent because sometimes when I have a Facebook live uh, 
presentation within my group nigeria podcast network i kind of pick those same videos and then try and upload them to youtube and then have them them as a post on my site and i think that is more of repurposing if i'm correct right right awesome right. so you were talking about syndicating the other time and you mentioned a couple of sites that i must confess i have never heard before one of them was okay. inbound and triba <laughs> i'm not even sure how to spell there well yeah for your show notes i will maybe make sure i'll send you the, the spelling for you <laughs> um there are slews of different really awesome sites that allow you to share your knowledge and so Triber is a really interesting one because it allows you to um, create tribes is the way that they, they, they look at it. Create your community oh, of people who are interested in the same types of things that you're interested in. And so you're posting to specific interest groups when you're posting out to Triber and you can join other people's interest groups or you can create your own. Oh, interesting. How is Triber spelled? T-R-I-B-B-R. Oh, T-R-I-B-B-R dot com, right? Yes. I'm going to go ahead and explore that. Now, I have a question when it comes to this syndication of your guest appearances. Now, let's say you've finished the guest appearance and now what you want to do is to syndicate your guest appearance across all these platforms. Is there a way to automate everything such that once you do this, it responds, or uh, if you do this, then all these other ones take care of themselves almost automatically or you will have to log in one after the other to um, syndicate them? So there's yes and no. Um, I don't know of any particular automation platform that would do everything I've mentioned. Um, and, and there's a lot more that you could do as well. Uh, there are different social media platforms where once you create, so let's say we've talked about creating a blog post or we talked about sharing um, the, the host's links as well. There are different automation tools um, like Social Oomph, for example, that you can take your post, plug it into the tool, and then for whatever frequency you ask the tool to publish it, it will publish. Um, there are ways that you can systematize to make the process faster uh, with other things. So, you know, like Dio, you mentioned that you take your Facebook Live videos and you're putting them on YouTube. Well, to my knowledge, there's no way to automatically do that. You have to download one and upload to the other, right? But there are things that you can do to create checklists so that you're not having to relearn it every single time. And, and the one thing that I suggest to everybody that I work with on their visibility is that there are thousands of different ways that you could share your information, that doesn't mean that you should share it in a thousand different ways. That means that you should pick the key ways that are going to have the most impact with the audience that you talk to and then automate if it's possible and put a system around the things that are not possible and maybe even hire a VA to help you get your, your message out as well. Awesome, awesome, amazing. Thank you for sharing that, Stephanie. I'm really enjoying this conversation and I must confess there are loads of things that you've shared here. While I'm taking notes, I'm also noting in my head that um, 
I've kind of made some mistakes before because somehow you mentioned that you that whenever you are going as a guest to any of the media channels that we have whether local media or maybe an online media we could actually start talking about it before we go and then after we go am i right absolutely now the interesting thing is i have been guest on several local radios and tvs but somehow i've never talked about that so i'm just realizing okay i actually didn't leverage my guest appearance <laughs> right you know so you could and so here are a few different ways that you can do that um you could the minute you get something scheduled you could post out to Twitter or Facebook or wherever and say, oh, I'm so excited. I just got booked on such and such a show. Can't wait to go on. I'll be sure to share it with you when it's live, right? Um, Because I know that there are instances where, at least in in my experience, where I may talk with a host and not be scheduled for another two months. So I can leverage it in a few different ways even. Um, You could you could leverage it by just promoting the, sh- the host and their show. Like, oh my gosh, I just had the opportunity to get scheduled with Dio and his Audacity to Lead show. And if you haven't listened to this show, uh, before I agreed to go on the show, I listened to these couple of episodes. They're really awesome. Go listen. Right? Now, now you're edifying the host that you're going to go on to. And you're promoting good content because it's you're going on shows that your audience would be interested in so sharing other content is not a problem um you could post teasers you could say oh i'm going to go on the such and such show and we're going to be talking about this um you know you could even create a preview video or or a you know facebook live video go on and do a video rather than a post you know, I just got done talking with so-and-so. We're scheduling uh, to, to go on the show and talk about this topic. And here's why I'm really excited about going on the show. You, know, you could email your list. You could do a newsletter mention. Um, if it's a live show, you could even do an events notifications. I know in a couple weeks, I'm going to be going on a live radio show. Well, if that's the case, I can invite people to come on live versus things that are pre-recorded like a podcast. Uh, so there's, you could even, uh, you know, put a message out to your audience and say, hey, you know, guys, I'm going to be going on this show and this is a topic we're going to be talking about. Do you have any questions you want to make sure I answer? And then, you know, you have audience questions and you can share that with your host and say, hey, here's some things my, my audience is asking about. So those are all things that you can do even before you're ever on, even before you do the appearance. Interesting. Interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that. Certainly. I I was scheduled to be a guest on a podcast, on a TV show actually, one time like that. And then it was rescheduled. Until now, the TV program has not held yet. In that case, let's say you have gone on to schedule, gone on to write a post about you are going to be on so and so's um program on so and so's radio program or TV show at that time and the show was actually rescheduled. Does that mean that your how should I say does that mean that when you don't go, what do you do to that kind of post that you've already written out? Well, you know, so I think it depends on what you choose to publish beforehand. Um most of the time 
when I'm publishing beforehand, I'm publishing on social media sites where once it's kind of passed by, people aren't really going to, you know, how often do you go back and look at a tweet at a tweet that's a few weeks old? Right, it's it's passing in the moment, and it's not referenced later. Uh, the only instance where I'm posting uh, to say a blog post or Reddit or something like that is when I'm inviting people to come on and watch it live. And if that's the case, and something happens to get scheduled, then I just communicate that and say, you know, life happens, and here we have this scheduled, and due to this particular conflict or challenge, it's being rescheduled. And hey, I'd still love for you to come and and participate in that way. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm really digging all of these info and advice and pieces of suggestions that you were sharing, Stephanie, and I really, really want to appreciate you for being a guest on this show this day. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Now, um, just to add a little, I'm not sure you've heard of ifttt.com before, have you? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's it's an awesome. Yes. Oh, great, great. That's that, that's one amazing tool I use to automate a lot of things I do online. For example, what I do is once I post something on Instagram, it sends to I think it sends to Pinterest because I'm automating it. So somehow syndicating my content from one social media to another is simpler with IFTTT. But then I'm going to go find out if it's possible to do this with all of the um, different platforms that you mentioned that we can syndicate our content. Because the thing is, the more exposure we bring to our content, the better it is for us. And that's why I really, really want to appreciate you today for sharing with us on how we can take advantage of guest appearances. Thank you, Stephanie. Oh, thank you for having me on. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So you wrote a book about guest appearance gold. I wanted to talk a little about that because now I'm getting really excited. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, you know, the, so the story behind the, the book or the guide was that I was on the phone with one of my accountability partners and I was sharing with her all the different stuff that I do to leverage when I'm on a show. And she's like, oh my gosh, you should create a checklist for that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I certainly could. And it, and it started out as just, I was gonna create this simple one pager checklist. And I realized that I did a lot more than a one simple one pager checklist. And then I started researching it. And I started talking to podcast hosts and asking them, what do you love when your guests do those things? And I started talking to reporters and asking them, you know, what do you love when the people you interview do? You know, what do they do? What makes them a really great guest? What makes them somebody you'd want to invite back on again, right? So you get you get more leverage even by being invited back onto somebody's platform. And I got more information and I got more interested and I got more excited about the topic and it evolved into more of a book than a simple one-page checklist. Uh, I have it formatted as a checklist so that you can go through and identify the things really easily that you choose to do. Um, I mentioned a few times throughout the guide that there's a lot of stuff in here and you could get really overwhelmed with that. And overwhelm 
leads to you doing nothing. And that's not what I want at all. And so the, the really um, smart way to go about using the, the guide that, that I've created is to, to read through it and select the activities, number one, that you know you'll do. Um, we have a lot of things that we say we should do, right, that we never do. Um, that's not going to help your business. Mm-hmm. So be be really realistic about the things that are in there. Some of the things that are in there are super duper easy. They could be automated. You could delegate them out to a VA and boom, they're done and you have more visibility. Other things take a little bit more effort. Like I mentioned, taking the podcast and turning it into a video that you put on YouTube. Um, you have to decide where is your audience and what's going to give you the biggest bang for the time that, that you're putting into that leveraging. Uh, so the, the book is laid out into what to do before you ever even go on a show. Uh, uh, the, the things that you can do to prepare both your message as well as systems that you can put in place to make it easy to share. Uh, the, the equipment that would be helpful for you to have, those types of things. Uh, then the things to consider when you're asked to go on a show and how to even find shows. You know, if you're new to... Uh, being a, a guest expert, there's a section in there of ways that you can identify the different opportunities that are out there that would match what you're trying to do. Again, matching your audience to their audience so that you're actually uh, sharing information that people are interested uh, in hearing. Yeah. And then what to do before, during, and after. And it's broken out in that way so that you can pick the section that is of interest and pertinent to you right now and take action on those sections. And then in the back of the guide, I have a hefty resource library with links to get to all of the things that I mentioned throughout the guide. Hmm. Interesting. How can I lament on this book right now? (laughs) (laughs) If you go to guestappearancegold.com, you can sign up for it. I've actually decided to give this guide away um, oh. after talking wow. with, yeah, you know, and, and I've, and I've had a lot of friends, I know this, this, you hear this all the time. I've had a lot of friends tell me I'm crazy and you know, that sounds like a lot of, <laughs> I, I, I have this, this, this could easily be a product. I am intentionally choosing uh, not to do that. I'm, I'm choosing to give it away for a couple different reasons. Um, I have been on both sides of the mic for a number of years, doing interviews and being interviewed. And I believe that when both the interviewer and the interviewee work together to um, create a really great experience, create, you know, provide value with what they're covering in that, that particular time, period, time frame, that it's better for the person that is receiving the information. And it's more value overall. And I also believe that if both parties on on either side of the mic are actively sharing that information, then it's good for the host because they can grow their community and it's good for you because you can grow your community. And I like creating win-wins. And after doing all these conversations with different types of platform hosts and the challenges that they have with their experts, and then on the flip side, talking to a lot of experts and saying, you know, what challenges do you have in in actually leveraging what you do? I learned that there's a lot of really simple things that people can do to really elevate 
both sides of the mic. And that's exciting to me. And I think that ultimately, the end information that we'll all receive is going to be better. And I like that idea. And so the more people that can learn how to do these things, ultimately, the better. Uh, and so that's why I'm choosing to give give the guide away. If I go now to guestapparentsgold.com, I'll be able to get the book for free. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. for that. In fact, almost immediately after this our conversation, I'm jumping over. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for showing that. You're welcome. You're most awesome, welcome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So let's say somebody who's getting to know you here for the first time, and I'm pretty sure 80% of the persons listening to you right now are getting to hear about you for the first time. Let's say they want to get to connect with you. How? What's the easiest way for them to do that? Uh, you can go to stephaniecallahan.com and I have all different kinds of social media links, both in the footer and up, up in the uh, upper header area. You can connect with me through my site. You can connect with me through social media. I am actually the person that talks. I, I do not outsource my social media. So if you're having a conversation, it really is with me. And I love to connect. And and if you happen to hear something in this show and, and you'd like a little bit more support in figuring out how do I make those things happen, um, I'd be happy to talk with you about that too. Awesome. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a wonderful time speaking with you. And I have no iota of regret for speaking with you this day. It's been really, really an enlightening and insightful episode. And as usual, my goal with every single episode is that you find the courage and the necessary insights to lead with more influence and do what matters most to you. And I'm glad, Stephanie, you've helped contribute to this goal today. Thank you pretty much. Oh, thank you for having me on. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So this is where we bring this episode of Audacity to lead to a close today. And I hope that you go out get focused, get started and be impactful and remember to connect with Stephanie Callahan and try as much as possible not even try, go right now to Guest Appearance Gold and pick up a copy for yourself just as you've heard that that's what I'm going to be doing next. Once again, I want to say thank you for joining us on this show today and thank you Stephanie again for being a wonderful and amazing guest. I really really appreciate you I appreciate you as well. Thank you. So till I come your way again next time, remember to get focused, get started, and be impactful. Once again, my name is Dyer Samuel, and I see you on the other side.